0: What's up y'all, Corey here. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about why I believe the traditional business model of have a product and service first and then market it is actually backwards. Let's get into it. All right, welcome to the episode. So the reason that I believe that the traditional model is backwards is because we now have the advantage in today's world to build an audience first and to engage with that audience immediately from the very first piece of content or the very first opportunity that they have to connect with us as a personal or a business brand. Having that advantage of being able to connect with people early also means that you can get feedback early as to what their pain points, their challenges and their struggles are so that you can then offer them a product or service. To build a product or service first and then to market it is, in my opinion, a little bit more risky because you can build something that maybe nobody even freaking wants And then you go to market this thing that nobody freaking wants and you hear crickets and nobody buys it and everyone's sad. You're sad, they're sad, nobody really wins in this engagement versus the flip of this is to build an audience, to engage with an audience, to talk to your potential customers and clients before you ever even think about creating a product or service now gives you that opportunity to really understand them on a deeper level and to offer them something that would be better otherwise because you've now had an opportunity to engage with them. And this is unique, honestly, in today's world. This didn't always used to be the case. Back in the days of... Uh, t- television advertisements and radio advertisements and newspapers and mailing letters to people, it was a lot challenging, a lot more challenging to engage with your potential clients and customers. You were basically just pushing things out into the ether and hoped that people wanted it. And of course, you would eventually get feedback when people maybe started, I don't know, writing letters back, I guess the case might be, or um, you started actually doing surveys and engaging with your clients and customers. So it's almost silly in today's world to not first understand who it is that you're talking to and what their challenges are and then market to them and so that's exactly what we're going to cover on this episode is that the three steps that I believe you could take to build a audience first or to build an engaging fan base first and then offer them a product and service and there's three steps to this process the first one is what I call expertise-ness the second one is what I call uniqueness and the third one is to what I call oneness and we're going to get into all three of those here today All right. Just to clarify this episode as well, even if you already have a product or service and you are looking to market yourself, these same principles honestly apply. It's just, we're really talking about how it is to grow an engaging audience base that you can eventually offer a product or service to. So regardless if you don't have a business or you do have a business and you already have a product or service, both of those are totally fine. These same principles apply. But the first one I want to talk about is your expertise-ness. And this is really whatever it is that you are good at or know a lot about. It's really the overlap between your skills and your knowledge. So for example, I am pretty good at listening. I'm pretty good at learning. I'm pretty good at synthesizing information and I'm pretty damn good at marketing. And so because I am really good and knowledgeable on these specific things, it's one of the reasons that I do a lot of writing. I do a lot of podcasting. I do a lot of consulting for marketing specifically. My demographic is obviously people in the health and fitness space, but more or less, those are kind of the overlapping areas of my skills and my knowledge, which is why I write talk and help people with those things specifically. But the same principles apply to you as well, whether you are a personal trainer or a gym owner or a physical therapist, or you have a mushroom coffee line or a CBD line or whatever your product or service is, is you probably have some sort of overlying skills and expertise and knowledge and interests that there's a, I generally like to do like a diagram of the overlapping areas of what are your skills, what are your knowledge, and what is your general interest. And somewhere in the middle, there's usually an overlap of those things. And that's generally the very best place to start from what is your quote unquote expertise?ness is the thing that lands in the middle of those. So a really simple way to do this is literally just to write it out. What are my skills? What are my knowledge? And what are my interests? And find that overlap. And that's a really good place to start from a content marketing standpoint. And this will allow you to have a topic that you can focus on so that you can forget everything else that you might be talking about from a content marketing standpoint. The second step is to understand your uniqueness. So now that you have your expertise it's actually not enough just to be an expert on a topic. There are a lot of other people that like to write and speak and learn about marketing and do podcasting and all the other things that I do. That's not what makes me unique. What makes me unique unique. unique is my personality is part of it. But the other part of it is that I've really focused a lot of my energy specifically, honestly, on the audience in Austin, Texas. I will say I'm not a great example of having a really good uniqueness about me. That is one way that I've been able to separate myself because I am the best and the worst podcast show for health and fitness professionals in Austin, Texas on the topic of marketing. So that is what does make me unique. But I think another good example of this is my buddy, Eric Wiggins, who has a keto channel. He talks specifically about keto, but he noticed in the marketplace that there was no else talking about it and also putting the recipe in the caption. It seems small, but honestly, it's worked out really well for him because I think he has one point some million followers on Instagram now at this point. And just from understanding, that's what made him unique. He's also a little bit quirky uh, in his own way of like how he says words and he'll intentionally mispronounce words in some of his posts that he does. So there's a few other ways that he makes himself unique. But the point is, is that you want to find what doesn't exist in the marketplace. Part of that could be you and your personality and the way that you show up. But another way of it, it could be as well as like a good way to think about it is if you were to take all the content that maybe you've already created from your social media media platform and you were to remove it from the internet completely would anybody even notice would that leave a gap in the marketplace if it would, that's a really good sign that you have something unique. I, I would be willing to bet that Eirik probably falls in that category. I guess I'm not sure I haven't dug into all the other keto influencers on the internet, but it, that's probably something that makes him very unique is that he has the recipe specifically in the caption versus everybody else makes you go to their website and scroll through a bunch of photos and et cetera and stuff that you don't want. So that's a really great way to think about your uniqueness is what is the, what is the gap in the marketplace? What doesn't exist? And if you haven't discovered this yet, Your opportunity to figure that out, there's a few different ways you could do this. You could look at Google Trends and see what other things are trending right now that maybe there's gaps in the market. I actually just recently looked one up. Uh, Backwards running is becoming a thing. There's a few studies that came out where I don't actually know the benefits of it. If I had to guess, it probably falls in the line with the knees over toes guy that does a lot of backwards sledding. I'd be willing to bet that doing stuff backwards can counter all the forward running and prevent injuries. I'm not honestly entirely sure. But the point is, is that... Um, find your uniqueness. You can do this through looking up Google Trends. You can go on to Reddit. You can do Google, Google searches. There's a number... Um, actually, recently, I looked on... Uh, I believe the website is Udemy. It's a course website where you can go on there and you can actually look up certain topics and see how many other courses are on it and how many other people are searching for that course. So you could look up maybe something super unique. I'm just looking at the window right now. So it could be like uh, workouts for bird trainers I don't know and see if there's a lot of people searching for that and see if there's any other courses for that there's I would be willing to bet zero courses for that but I actually don't know if anybody's searching for that but the point is you want to find a gap in the marketplace i think i've hit that home at this point let's move. so the third step is what i call your oneness and it's really to focus your efforts and energy on one platform first. I spend an inordinate amount of time on Instagram, partly because I enjoy it, partly because my audience is there, partly because I understand the platform really well. And I'll be honest, as much time as I spend on that platform, I still wouldn't consider myself an expert on it in any way, shape, or form. And I spend a lot of time on it. And the reason that I bring this up is that I would say for you is probably equally true, is that unless you have an entire marketing team, a really good place to start is to focus on getting on one platform really, really well. For example, Joe Rogan, who I'm sure you've heard of, when he first started, it was an audio-only podcast show. He is now obviously distributed to multiple platforms, but that's where the show started. Granted, he got into the platform early and was able to leverage getting into it early and doing it for so much longer than anybody else, but the point is is he started on one platform first and got really good at that platform first before even thinking about diversifying to any other platform. So think about where's your audience and where do you like spending? in your time, focus on that platform first and really truly grow that up. The example that I gave earlier about Eric Wiggins, if you were to look him up on anything other than Instagram, he doesn't really have a followership or a follower base or anybody else paying attention or knowing even who he is. He only has people on Instagram. It's obviously worked out very well for him because he has a lot of followers, but I think it's equally true for yourself as well is to know your oneness. Know the one platform that you want to focus your time and energy on before you even even think about trying to spread yourself too thin to every other platform out there. So just as a final recap to creating a content marketing system that builds an engaging audience that you can engage with and learn from and get feedback and eventually offer a product service to or if you already have a product or service just to build an audience in general so that you can help them on their journey to having better products and services in their life. Step number one is to have an expertiseness. This is the overlap between your skills and your knowledge. Step number two is to have your uniqueness. This is what makes you stand out from anybody else in the marketplace so that nobody can compete with you or you're filling a market gap. And step number three is to know your oneness. Know the one platform that you wanna focus on first. I honestly genuinely believe this is the best way to build a business in today's world is to understand that we are in an environment where we have the opportunity to engage with our customers so much sooner and so much faster than we ever could before. And if we're not taking advantage of it, it's honestly silly. I love you guys. I hope this was helpful. Feel free to shoot me a DM if you have any feedback or advice or if there's any other episodes you want to see in the show. Peace. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the show. And if you have any feedback for me about the show or any other guests that you'd want to see in the show, definitely shoot me a message. I love engaging with my audience and figuring out how I can provide the best value possible to the people listening to this show. Before you go, I only have one ask of you, and that would be to check on my Three Tips Tuesday newsletter. It's three marketing tips every Tuesday specifically for the health and fitness entrepreneur to help them attract new leads. If you press the link in the description, it'll take you directly to the archive of all my previous newsletters, and you can decide for yourself if it's something for you. If you end up finding it helpful, you can just sign up for the newsletter and you'll get it in your inbox every Tuesday. Thanks again and keep hustling my friends.